Welcome back to another episode of Jalen Marie is Free. I'm your host, Jalen Marie. And I'm your co-host, Erica. And today we're going to talk about something that everyone's talking about, actually. <laughs> um, us. Us. We're going to talk about us. Us movie directed by Jordan Peele. Written by Di- Jordan Written Peele. and directed by Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, would you like to start? I'll let you start. You want me to start? Yes. Okay. So there's a lot. Um, by the way, if you haven't seen it already, there are going to be spoilers. So, spoiler alert. Go see it and then come back. Mm-hmm. Come back. <laughs> Don't forget. So, um, to start, I just. Okay, well, first, the opening was very. I could tell it was a Jordan Peele movie just by the opening. Yeah. Like, the the sweeping like cinematic like mm-hmm. landscape scenery is like almost identical to get out yeah. you know with the trees and all that absolutely so i think that'll um, be his signature yeah and you know they come out of it that way too mm-hmm. in both films so yeah that's that was first that's what i really appreciated and then you didn't forget that it was a scary movie because like the shots were very wide you mm-hmm. see a lot of shadows like even when they're um, on the beach you know they're holding their stuff and you really the shadows are a lot bigger than them so it's it shows you know what's that about to happen going something's happen. coming something's coming so it's very dark even though it's i like him because he shows darkness without having dark lighting yes like you know and get out at the beginning when um logan when mm-hmm. he gets kidnapped or whatever his actual name was. When he gets kidnapped, you know, it's very dark. It's mm-hmm. in a dark suburban neighborhood. And then here, you know, it's very light. You know, they're on the beach. The sun is yeah. out. But mm-hmm. you see all these shadowy figures. There is a lot. And you, I feel like off of seeing the shadowy figures, that was like a giveaway. Yeah, of what it so, was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. I just, yeah, we're going to try to break it up into like increments of what we want to talk about so the cinematic he does that really well i like it because he gives you just enough so he gives you the information that says okay here go do what you want because i know you like i've seen scary movies where the darkness is overwhelming it's overbearing yeah yeah but with him you still see the the silhouette of a person or Mm -hmm. you still see everything just like you said the beach and everything you still see now in the beginning what did you think like the whole scene with the parents at the fair and stuff like what was at first i was like what is this like what because it's we were just talking about how the trailer is very different from the movie it only shows five percent yeah and you know with trailers it's scary because sometimes you're like oh i just saw the whole movie exactly i know everything that's gonna happen but he he put just enough in to where it's like you think you know but But you you have no idea so yeah, I I really enjoy because you need that backstory to to I really agree. get the ending and what's going on. So it's crazy because we both plan on going to see it again. We both only seen it once, but we see it two more times. For yeah, sure. for sure. Um, he said he plans on people. Well, Lupita was like, yeah, he plans for people to see it. You know, to get I these their seventh time. Their seventh time seeing it. So yeah. I was like. I think that's why he do it and tells a story in a way. What I really like about Jordan Peele is like he makes these movies and of course he has his own interpretation but I feel like he puts like certain symbols that's like very very open-ended to where 
everyone can have something different. Like exactly, me and yeah. Jill, we've been obsessing about the the explain video since we've seen the movie, and it's like I've never seen the explain that was the same. Mm-hmm. Everything was so. And different. some of them caught on to different things. things. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So the mise en scene, the cinematography on the film was a plus. Yeah. Price. Yeah. There's not many things. That I give a, t- a 10 out of 10 as a film critic, film analysis. Yeah, we're both film nerds. Yeah. But so with that, I definitely would give him a 10. 10 <laughs> 11, 12. 10. Uh, yeah, it's definitely. There was a few things that I was like, I don't get that. But, you know, it's Just you can tell he has a certain directing style, which I really liked. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. He has a signature. Yeah. Isn't it Monkey Paw? I yeah, expected a lot of Monkey Pop Productions. I expected to be. He really opened up. Like, he set the tone for horror films. Or, like, film psychological thrillers, period. Yeah. So, that brings us into our next point, Jayla. The ending. Yeah. Hmm. What did you think? Well, let's talk about the ending at the end. Okay. okay. So, um, what I did like about it is it's different because, you know, he kills the white people first. Oh, my God. And then how the white people die is so bad, A. Yes, guys, we want to censor ourselves on YouTube. Yeah. It's so bad, like, the from the daughter, the way, the way the daughter killed that. And I was like, vengeance. Yeah. Because, and I knew something was going to happen because when, when they were on the beach and the white girls come up to her and it's like, your brother's weird. I'm like, first of all. <laughs> yeah. And she didn't even react the way I wanted her to. Yeah. But she made it up. Yeah. In the end, when she took that and she kept on going, I was so surprised at her. But that is actually one of, I'm typing if y'all hear me, but um, that's actually one of the Easter eggs that um, some people caught on to. So we can talk about that as well. So, um, Easter eggs. Let's talk about some Easter eggs. So um, we're going to try to analyze the movie as well. So like we said, there's going to be some spoilers. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Please go see it and then come back. You can pause. We'll wait. We'll wait. Did you get your ticket yet? Fandango.com. Mm. Matinee in the morning, $5 Tuesdays. Go ahead. Okay. So we're back. Um, right. <laughs> so some of the Easter eggs, um, well, in the beginning, I'm going to try to do them in order. I kind of have okay. them sporadically yeah. on here. But um, so the daughter says, you know, the government puts fluoride in our water so they can control us. And that's interesting because when Red is like explaining everything, she talks about how, you know, it was a failed experiment and mm-hmm. like that's why they have clones. Yeah. And so that's like her foreshadowing, like what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah. And then also there is when is when she's snapping. Yeah. You you guys saw this in the trailer. And but you the mom thought she was tripping. Right. When you were seeing it, you was like, she right. ain't on beat. Right. And she's but she says, get on beat. And she's like totally off. And you guys can hear it right yeah. now when we're talking about like not yeah. on Yeah. But that kind of goes along with the ending as well. It's like, well, she she doesn't completely merge with the upper world. And so it's like, you know, she also says on the beach, I, I have trouble connecting. connecting. And then you realize why, like towards the end. So um, yeah, she says she's snapping off beat. And then going back to um, when <laughs> you said uh, your brother's weird. 
It's funny because I saw this in an analysis video. She says, your brother's weird because she asked him, you know, what are you making? He says, a tunnel. Mm. Usually kids are making like a sand castle, sand castle or a sand house or something like that. He says, I'm making a tunnel. tunnel. So that is funny because we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that one. Yes. You got, we'll come back to we that one. we got a theory about, about that. <laughs> so yeah. But she says, your brother's weird. He's making a tunnel. And then there's also the Jeremiah 1111. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, I will read it to you. Jeremiah eleven eleven. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And thou, they shall cry unto me. I will not hearken unto them. Yeah, and so in layman's terms, I don't do King James. I don't do that. I do national, New International New Version. version yeah. And basically it says, Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Mm -hmm. So that's like a big part of this whole thing. Huge. Because it's, it's a disaster that's happening. It's like, and it's like, uh, it's not a world disaster. It's an American disaster. It's an yes. American thing. So that's, that's something I also thought was very you know, interesting because like in movies like Bird Box, you know, it's it's a global thing, you know, the disaster is global. But <laughs> Jordan Peele says, no, we're gonna talk about American America. privilege, white privilege, you know, all the disastrous things that happen here. So that's was very interesting to me. And then at mm -hmm. the very beginning of the movie, he says like in america there's all these abandoned subway systems and you know underground tunnels and things like that and mines mine shafts that are abandoned so that's why i was very interested to see his take on just you know the american way yeah because even in get out it's american yeah it's an american issue even for them the tether to call themselves american yeah they say that was another thing we wrote down it says they say we're american which is definitely interesting mm -hmm. because so, someone pointed out in a video that i didn't i didn't even get that at first because you know obviously it's called us which is off which can also be us I mean, yeah and what he said the reason they say we're american is you know the underprivileged rising up and getting mm -hmm. what they deserve mm -hmm. which is a big thing that we have here is the underprivileged don't get their reparations don't get what they deserve yeah. things of that nature so i thought that was very interesting you know to say for them to say we're american you know we're doing it the american way mm -hmm. so yeah what do you think about that even i mean i saw winston duke's interview with the breakfast club and that was my interpretation of it too. But he kind of put it to where it's still like black people and like how, kind of like to a certain extent, which you said, like how privilege has always been on our side. And he just said like with uh, characters being African-Americans in the forefront, it will always be about race. Although I didn't get that when I was watching that. I didn't get, I was just I about to say, I didn't get a racial I didn't get thing racial. because all the untethered were None of like the only black people you really saw were the four main characters. Exactly, because it so, didn't feel like they had a race. Right. It didn't feel like these. It was. Characters. It didn't feel like it was the untethered race against yeah. the tethered race. It just. Yeah. It just felt like the untethered versus the tethered, tethered. especially because they were all mixed. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't like you know they were all black. I don't know. I got a more racial message from Get Out because mm -hmm. it's that black white. 
Like that was that mm-hmm. was what you got. So I didn't, that, it was I didn't really clear, get that. It was clear who the enemy was. Yeah. But here the enemy is a little the lines are blurred. The lines are very blurred. It's a gray with, area. There is a huge gray area mm-hmm. with us. And I agree. I feel like us could like there is so many different double meanings to us. I honestly absolutely yeah, I that as well. It's definitely you against you, because who can beat you other than you? Right. And definitely the United States. Because they were coming they talk later, of course, because Red was the only one that was able to talk. There's another reason for that. Yeah. But for her to be the only one to be able to talk and how they were like, we're not having these conversations. Basically what America does do right. when they go overseas to these countries and they invade. That's exactly what the tether was doing. They were invading mm-hmm. them, their right. own self. Yeah. Like, and I feel like Red started it. Mm-hmm. Red let them know like, hey, there's this other side and we can go here but that's what, they, that's what she says she says that too that they knew she was like she's the one who led it basically yeah. and you can tell that she's different because everyone else quickly kills you know mm-hmm. when they go to the house as soon as the sisters show up they kill and so with her she draws it out she wants to she wants revenge mm-hmm. she wants torture so that's and for adelaide to know like it's weird how the entire like the entire movie, when you know the ending, the entire movie, you go back and you're like, oh, yeah. that's why she's like, stop talking to her husband. She's yeah. like, hush. Right, because she Cause knows exactly what's going on. She knows what's on the other side. Exactly. So she's like, wait a minute. Like, this yeah, is my worst. It's all thing. going back. Yeah. She always was, even for her daughter, get your shoes. Yeah. Because she knew throughout the entire movie, even to knowing where the under, like, I didn't think about it while I was watching it, like how she just went through this door and then yeah. go through here and then go down this. And I'm like, but she, she even says exactly. she's like, yeah, exactly. I was like, she knows exactly where she is. She knows exactly what door to go yeah. through. Because when she first went into the house, I was thinking, okay, she's gonna be going around in circles yeah. in a thing of mirrors. But she immediately finds that door. Mm-hmm. She immediately knows where to go. She immediately goes through those classrooms. So I'm like. Wait a minute. That's when it started to come together. together. I was like, how does she know? Mm-hmm. How does she know? And that's when you take a step back and you're looking at Adelaide like, mm-hmm. who are you? You know? Are you Adelaide? Yeah, or... it's like, you have to, you it's get like to you look at yourself like, yeah. wait a second. She couldn't talk. Right. None of them can talk. <laughs> Why couldn't she talk yeah. as a child? Like, it does all start to yeah, like. Yeah, it all comes mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. which is very, which is very, very interesting. And then one thing, um, that's really cool about Jordan Peele is he sees the scariness in American culture. Like he talked about Hands Across America. Wait, cause <laughs> I got it. And you can put it right here, Jalen. Cause I was like, okay. We're gonna talk about what Hands Across America was and why it's important to the film. Yes, Hands Across America was a benefit event and publicity campaign campaign staged on Sunday, May 25th, 1986, in which approximately 6.5 million people held hands in a human chain for 50 minutes along a path across the United States. Yep, yep. And you know, there's there's gaps, obviously. So they talked about the gaps um, so, you know, some of them were able to kill their doppelganger, some of them weren't. And, you know, it's just really interesting because they're all wearing red. Who killed? Who was able to kill their doppelganger other than them? 
That's what I'm saying. But I mean, like, I mean, it's, there's got to be somebody who did, you know? <laughs> Us they too. Show it. Coming soon. <laughs> right, there's got to be somebody who was able to, you know. You know, we like guns here in America, so they had they only had scissors. Jayla. That might be a good Ooh, sequel. Jayla just asked, why did Jordan do scissors and not guns? Yeah. I think it's because important. you're able to cut away. I think that's like literally like the metaphor. It's like, like with hands mm -hmm, across you so you have to cut. cut you know, yeah. and to even cut like those little you have to cut those little people, you know. You have to like she breaks it, but you know, yeah. before that she's cutting. cutting. So it's like you have to literally cut the connection. Mm -hmm. Like when you said when we said we cut people off. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the metaphor with the scissors versus them like Having you know machine guns and things like that, it was. Right. Whoa, so, Jayla, you I know. was able to connect that. Got me wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so you put on here. We got notes, guys. Yeah. We're trying to get organized. <laughs> um, you put subways. Yeah, cause they like um, that's what I was talking about the underground thing. Mm -hmm. Like the way it's just all this abandoned space mm -hmm. that we don't even think about, you know, and that's really scary to think about. But it's crazy because what I was about to bring up is he finds the scariness in suburban culture. Mm. Usually, our scary movies are taking place in rural areas yeah. or even you know in the hood with yeah. big guns and things like that. But he finds it in regular everyday like the good life but yeah he finds the fear in like suburban culture and things yeah. like that he's talked about that in an interview too he's like that's scary you know like because it's crazy how he did that with get out too right yeah that's like that's his style like we said of writing and mm. directing like that's what's scary and mm. like when he said he came across the fear of like <laughs> doppelgangers is like he imagined like being in the subway and seeing himself looking back at him and like smiling like I know something that you don't like that's scary to think about like if I saw myself looking back at me I'd be like okay like I'd be like dang <laughs> you know what I'm thinking right now yeah like and that's funny because when when they're chasing each other and stuff and he's and they're like um we have to go to Mexico and she's like they know what we're thinking. thinking. They know how we think. They're and us. And he's like, let's stay here. And they're like, no, they know. Yeah. We're right here. Exactly. So that's because thing. she knew. That's the thing. Like she she already knew. See, that goes back to she always had that insight. And we thought that she always had that insight because she had an experience when right. she was a child. We wasn't thinking. We still didn't talk about the ending. But we're going to get there, guys. <laughs> okay. And you talked about snapping off a beat. Yeah, I think we're moving on to the untethered and tethered. So basically there's a parallel between the two. Like we talked about the cloning when we talked about subways. But um, so basically she, there's parallel between the two. So mm -hmm. there's me and then there's a doppelganger underground experience, experiencing the same thing I am, whether they like it or not. Mm -hmm. So it's like when when red comes and decides to take over essentially she gives this speech and when y'all see this movie i really need y'all to give lupita her props because she went off yeah, for this did. role she really did she this voice that she puts on like oh my goodness it's crazy it's scary, scary. it's seriously scary but she is giving this speech about when she was down there she had to do everything she wanted 
that Adelaide wanted, even though that's not what she wanted. So she had to marry this man that she wasn't in love with, had to have kids with this man that she didn't like, had to ruin her body for a child that she didn't want, mm -hmm. and have to have a C-section for another child that she didn't want. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, that that's a lot, you know? Yeah. It's like doing all that against your will is like, whew. That's painful, you know, that's actually, that's serious pain to think about. And so, but in that moment, she's the villain. So you really, you really are just like, what is she talking You're like, about? What is she talking about fire? <laughs> what? Like the yes. whole time, like, she's like a shadow. Yeah, and the, a the way she explains it is together. that, the way she explains it is that Adelaide is the person and she's the shadow. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I'm living her life mm -hmm. without wanting to. So that's And there's like a double it. meaning too because when she was like a shadow and a man, we find out later that she's talking about her, um, Adelaide and this guy, yeah. the shadow, come together. So it's, it's crazy how that whole speech can be interpreted differently after you watch the yeah, ending. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's and it was crazy. weird how like on top and Y'all, I keep on looking at my shadow because I'm looking at it weird. Because <laughs> on the other side, it's like they're all cute and feeding each other. But on their other side, it's like they're yeah. forcing it in this person's mouth and they're yeah. eating. But now they're forcing themselves to eat. Like it's a whole different parallel mm -hmm. from what their doppelganger is doing, what the tethered is doing, the untethered is doing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's. It's, it's like they can't really control like their they body can't like there's it. this couple who's playing rock paper scissors and they're in the in the, the, the underground they're like like yeah trying to like control their body that scared me yeah like, that oh was like, what is like going? oh what yes what is going on and, but that's finally that moment where you go oh mm -hmm. like this is what they had to go through this is what yeah and it's crazy because there's another it explains how um this okay now we can finally talk about the ending, ending. we've caught y'all up i actually didn't write this one down but if you see the movie you know that adelaide and red are switched so the real adelaide was switched when she was a little girl and she is underground living with the rest of them and the old the red comes up and takes over her life basically and lives her life completely exactly she learns how and to so talk there's this and whole there's this whole moment where you know her parents take her to therapy try to get her to like talk again because they don't have a language underground mm -hmm. so she she's never talked before mm -hmm. so it makes sense why lupita is doing this voice and she's the only one who can speak english mm -hmm. and she's doing this voice because okay some people are saying because like my perspective of it was because she hadn't spoken in so long mm. that it was hard for her to speak. I agree. And then other people are just saying, you know, and because she was strangled. Yeah, some mm. people are saying it's because she was strangled. But I, I think, think it's it, both. I think it's just because she didn't speak for so long. Mm. I kind of think that is both. I also told Jayla like this girl in my class. She interpreted it as like the black woman, like the black woman it's always strong. finds a way and yeah. she's strong. But I agree, I think it is because of her vocal cords were damaged and I think it has something to do with the fact that she hasn't spoken in so mm -hmm. long. Like I think both, both makes can kind of, yeah. Both really does make sense as to why she isn't speaking. And the ending kind of gets us, like it, what's really great about the film is that it kind of makes you conflict 
between like yeah, what's it's like who right do you feel bad for wrong. yeah yeah and it's funny because me and jaylee was sitting before it was like i know jordan pill is not about to have like everybody live like somebody has to die yeah but he didn't kill anyone also it's he like didn't kill any of the good guys yeah any of the good guys but it made you think when you found out that the real Adelaide ended up getting killed in red is on about her yeah. normal life that she created. It kind of makes you think like, am I happy about this yeah. or am I sad about this? Yeah. Like when you think about it, you're like, dang, it is sad that she never really got to live her life and this, that, the third. But at the same time, you happy because you like, this the new, this yeah. the new Adelaide, this Adelaide 2.0. But I mean, I'm I'm not happy for that reason. I'm happy because it's like, well, she had been. I mean, you have to think about it from the child's perspective. Like she's down there, she's eating rabbit all the time. You know, which she's makes living you malnourished. At, yeah, she's eating it mm -hmm. awful. She's eating awful. She's living an awful life. Like mm -hmm. who wouldn't want to switch? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and then she got away with it for all those years, and then all of a sudden the vengeance comes back. So it's like, do I feel bad for her? Do I feel bad for the one who got switched? You know. It's, it's very interesting, you know, because like we said, we're in the American way is like, we want the underprivileged to make it to the privileged life. Yeah. So it's like, where do we put this movie? You know, on the spectrum. the underprivileged did make it. Exactly. And so technically like, all of them did, because if you watch to the end, they all are hand in hand yeah. and they essentially do make it out. Right. So um, it's like, it's, it's kind of hard to say. And then there's another theory that the son was also switched. And I think the son was also switched because for him to be able, I feel like he switched when he was able to mimic himself and get himself to walk back into, I don't know what moment, but I feel like that moment No, was, people are saying he switched before the movie starts. With the lighter? So, yes, they're saying mm -hmm. because, you know, when the grandma died, the grandma died the summer before. So mm -hmm. this is like a year later. They're saying he switched that summer. So mm -hmm. it's like, it would make sense why he wasn't talking because he he was very, you know, connected to his mother, to his grandmother. So, you know, they just think, you know, he was very depressed because he it makes, because the, um, the dad says, you know, it would make him so happy to go to the beach, mm -hmm. you know? So when he's trying to convince her, let's go to the beach. And he's like, you know, he lost his grandma, you know, it would be happy for him. And so that's very interesting because that would have been a perfect time to switch Plus, mm -hmm. the red knows English. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that he would have been able to learn a little bit, you know. She taught him a little bit. And then the part where the, like, where he's burned, mm -hmm. that was the original son. Because when they switch, you know, every time he's playing, every time he's playing with that fake spark, the one underground is playing with actual fire. And he's it's mm -hmm. close to his face. So he's burning himself. Yeah. And so they're, they're saying that that's why he oh couldn't gosh. speak because he burned his own vocal he cords. He on burning himself. And so that's why they're and saying. he was like last summer it worked. Yeah. Mm. And so that's why he's saying like, you know, he kept, he kind of, you know, and then the, when. And how did it work the one that, The only one theory that I don't like is they're like, when they say, you know, where'd you learn this language? You know, why do you speak that way? Because that doesn't really show anything because he wouldn't have been talking like that underground because his mom is teaching him language. Mm -hmm. So, but then the part that does make sense is when he's able to control himself. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that he was just smart because, you know, he's the youngest and, you know, people sometimes don't give kids as much credit as they deserve. So he was able to control himself because he was probably more 
assure of himself more disciplined yeah so mm -hmm. when he was but they were saying that they think they were switched because when he was backing up and he backed up into the fire the other mom grabs him because mm -hmm. that's her actual son mm -hmm. and so i was like hmm that's an interesting theory to think that the son was switched as well so because at first i didn't get that mm -hmm. but and then at the end i just thought he was like I know, Yo, I'm dead. I know you i know you not her I, I get it now. Yeah, that moment between them, it there has to be an explanation for the moment between them. Now, other people is like, I saw a theory in the video. They were like, um, in while he was in the the thing in the crate, like Red told him during that time when they were when she was kidnapped, like I'm real and da da da, -da yeah. and stuff like that. Like he knew, but I feel like there had to be like a deeper connection because, like literally. What I realized throughout the entire movie with the daughter, I thought it was because she trusts the daughter more. But when her and the son hold, held hands, yeah. and they like, I got you, and the entire time, like, she always made sure that she got him. Like, I always felt like there was something different with their relationship. And it mirrored it at the end when they had the long stare. Yeah. When they just stared at each other and smiled, like, an evil way. Yeah. It's that one is the only one that kind of tripped me up. Everything it's else, I was like, I see, I see that. I see Cause that. Cause we didn't get that. no cue. We didn't get no. Yeah, you this just is gonna this, happen. You just get this moment. You get these moments where you didn't see him, so you're like, hmm, it's possible. Yeah. Or when sure. he was in the closet. Yeah, another theory about that was I'm kind of sporadic because I'm thinking of them as they come. Mm -hmm. But you know how his little ambulance truck mm -hmm. saved him from getting locked in the closet. And, and then they that's how they got out at the end. And I was like, oh my God. okay, foreshadowing. <laughs> I am stressed right now. This is why Jordan I, said, mine is I like, was like, Jayla, if we watch this again and we come back with this podcast, like literally guys, I am flabbergasted. And when do you say flabbergasted? Right. I am literally. We might do a part two, but only on the YouTube Yes, this, so. and we'll do it like in a vlog. Yeah, yeah, cause that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just caught. What the heck is yes, like? Yes, it's a lot. I am really shook right now, Jayla. Like you have me tripped. Yeah, it was a lot that happened, and I was like, I've just been going through these videos, like, okay, okay. The ambulance. And then some people were like, who do you, I don't know? Who do you feel bad for? Do you feel bad for original Adelaide or Red? I mean, original Adelaide slash Red. Or red slash fake Adelaide. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I was happy when they drove off into the thing. I was like, yes, because technically, and I've been talking about this with all my friends because they were like, Erica, you're wrong for this. No, it's bad that she got killed. But I'm like, but we fell in love with her in the beginning. We was rooting I get for her. I don't know. Up until I don't, this point. Yeah, I don't really know who I feel bad for because at the same time, it's like, if Red would have got out, Red slash original Adelaide would have got out where's she going she got no family and everybody she died killed the original family the other family so it's like and they didn't deserve that because they didn't know they didn't, they didn't know switch. and that is why I don't feel bad <laughs> so I don't know it's all she, I don't know she literally would have killed everyone yeah. she would have killed the entire family and then she would have been alone yeah then her parents then fell in love with fake Adelaide now let's just all the complications let's just keep fake Adelaide oh that's Adelaide another thing Adel the Adelaide squared the, that's another thing <laughs> when they said 
a part like Adelaide slash fake, fake Adelaide slash red, she was vegan. And that makes sense because when she was underground, they had to eat the rabbit. rabbit. So she was like repulsed by me. Yes. So I was like, and they said rabbits, when you eat rabbits, if that's all you're eating, you get malnourished. That's and that's crazy. why they didn't, they really didn't look like themselves right. because they were not getting the nutrients that they're supposed to. And the symbolism for rabbits, they say, is because rabbits uh, multiply. They like oh. how people be like, yeah, be having sex like rabbits. rabbits. Yeah, like rabbits. Like rabbits always multiply. They c continuously are reproducing. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, we're just gonna stop it here because we yes. can talk about this all night. Forever, ever. Yes, so thank you for watching. Sorry if you were spoiled, but we yes. we told you there would be spoilers. Yeah. And we told you to go watch the movie. Yeah, we did. So we gave you fair warning, but and if you have any theories of your own, please tell us, please, because we are, you see, we are really into this. Yeah, slide in our dims. Yeah, as she yes. always says. Let us know, because I know that someone out there is like, you guys are missing it. You yeah. guys are missing it. But thank you for listening to our theories. Let us know if you guys like this movie. This is our first time doing like a movie Ooh. review analysis. And we're film nerds. Yes, you guys we talk about stuff all movie. the time, but we today we were like, okay, we yeah, have to talk about Yeah, because our YouTube us. might not know, like, we're both film majors or film yep. nerds or film critics. We're film, period. Period. So, so thank you for watching. Um, we're happy that you were here with us for this journey. I'm sorry if we were kind of like sporadic, but we, yeah. it's hard for us. We get really excited, excited. about stuff like <laughs> this. This is Jordan Peele, excuse me. Yeah. She's famous because Jordan Peele knows her. He retweeted me one time. I'll Insert right here. here. <laughs> I'll put it, I'll say it in this video too. He did, um, he produced a documentary about Lorena Bobbitt. It's mm. on Amazon Prime. You should go watch it. It's mm. really, really good. So. If you didn't know that. Thank you for watching. As usual, I'm your host, Jayla Marie. And I'm your co-host, Erica. And support your friends and support black businesses. Hashtag. <laughs> but anyway, thanks again for watching. As usual. What is our closing? Okay, let me go back. Okay. <laughs> I'm like all over the place. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> How much time do we have left? All right. <coughs> As usual, support your friends and support black business. Oh, no, no, no. That's not it. As usual, support your friends. No. Okay.